All right. Welcome back to the Money Revelation podcast. And today is a super special, special, special podcast episode in my mind. Um, not only do you have one financial coach on today, but you have a second one. Uh, my friend, good coach, amazing person, Annie J. How are you today? I am great. Yeah. What's better than one financial coach? Two financial coaches in the same Zoom room. <laughs> I know, right? So we're recording this in Zoom. So we're going to pull the audio and we might send out some some clips. So keep an eye out for that. But um, yeah, Annie, tell us a little bit before we get into a fun conversation that we both determined was like appropriate for this uh, episode. Like, tell us a little bit about you, maybe a little bit about, you know, your coaching experience so far and like, you know, what you're all about, basically. Yeah, I love it. Um, in a nutshell, no money growing up. Finances were really stressful. And then I had this eye-opening revolution where I'm like, what if there was a better way to live? So that was kind of when my personal finance journey started. And it's been interesting because my coaching philosophy has shifted quite a bit over the last like seven, seven years here. Uh, and now I very much have an approach of personal finance is personal and what works for Brian may not work for Annie, what works for this listener may not work for that listener. So um, really taking the approach of like, let's experiment with it and figure out what works for you. I think that's like hands down the healthiest approach to personal finance. It's a common, it's a common theme that listeners that are going to hear and stuff like that. And that I talk about a lot in my coaching as well as it's like one on it's individualistic, really. I really love that word. And I think that more and more coaches are focusing more on the realization that everybody's situation is different and you have to focus on them individually. So yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So today we decided, thank you, Annie, for coming up with this. I'm not going to take any credit on this one, but that's all right. It's one of my favorite topics oh. and it's appropriate for the season. We decided to talk about five steps to thrive with money through the holidays. It's a, been a very stressful year in my mind for a lot of people. Um, and the holidays don't usually help with, with a lot of uh, calming down the stress. So um, just dive right in. Get clear on values is number one. What do you want to say about that, Annie? Yeah, well, to kind of set the tone a little bit for yeah. this, it's kind of hilarious that I, I talk about this I feel like more than I probably should. Um, I find it hilarious because I actually grew up not celebrating Christmas and it's still not something that my family like does today. So little disclaimer, I'm kind of coming at this through the lens of like, hey, I've never had a stressful holiday experience. And I can tell you right now, it is extremely freeing and it's possible to go through the holiday season without buying gifts. People give me Christmas presents, friends, previous coworkers, all those things. Um, but people don't expect it from me. So I'm, I'm living proof that it's possible to enjoy the holidays and not have that stress. So let's get into it. Yeah, step number one, uh, get clear on your values. The question that I would encourage people to ask is like, what are your favorite holiday memories? Brian, what are your favorite holiday memories? Um, I would just say probably let's talk about Christmas like we always went to my parents and to this day we still go to my dad's um, on Christmas Eve I mean it's just celebrate um, when I was a kid we would open you know the one gift we would have people our immediate family over and we as kids we would take one gift you know Christmas Eve and then wake up Christmas morning with my parents and just open it up and then um, usually see the rest of my family during the day 
and it's kind of the same thing that we've we've started the tradition here is with now that we have kids and i'm married and stuff is we do christmas eve at my dad's we wake up with the kids christmas day they open the presents we sit there and drink coffee while we're just <laughs> you know Aww. shaking our head like oh this is great and then we you know <laughs> we see the rest of the family throughout the day but do pretty much laziness the rest of the day so yeah what about you I, Any, I mean since you don't celebrate but I mean what do you how do you how do you celebrate Christmas if you don't really celebrate Christmas how about that one? yeah well it's so boring <laughs> not even worth talking about I'll tell you that but when I ask most people this question um like hey like tell me your favorite memories from last year or tell me your favorite memories from a kid usually when they were like kids they might remember like a gift they had they don't have it anymore like it was great for that year and grand scheme of things and eh, didn't matter all that much uh, but what I often hear are like the experiences um the getting to sleep in watching that movie like that family tradition cooking that one meal together the gingerbread house decorating like I I typically hear those types of things and I just I feel like it's often overlooked. Like, let's take a moment and realize, like, what makes you happy through the holiday season? Usually it has nothing to do with stuff. Right. So <laughs> It's not always materialistic stuff. And that kind of, we skip down a little bit, but enjoy the holidays. I think we'll skip to that one because it's just like, and we'll come back around, I think. But um, that's a great point. Like, you know, through all the thick and thin, I mean, you should be health happy with family and health and, you know, everything else and actually enjoy the holiday. Sit down and, you know, if you decorate a tree or whatever for Christmas, sit there in front of the fire and watch the the tree, you know? And like, I think that we sometimes overlink it because we just kind of rush through it and say, okay, what are we doing for Christmas Eve? And what are we doing for Christmas? Okay. Okay. Here comes New Year's like, da, 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 da. and before you know it, it's all done. It's kind of like, right. I mean, you're, you're recently married. It's kind of like your wedding day. It goes like that. Right. Like you, you, prep you pour it. your heart prep and, prep and soul and into and it. <laughs> and then you say, oh crap, it's already midnight. It's time to go to bed or after our party and all that. And it's like, wow, we're married. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, wow, nothing's really changed. But like, that is you didn't really, you yeah. didn't really enjoy it as much as you want because you were so stressed out half of the time. And, you know. So yeah, definitely just enjoy the holidays. I think that's a good point um, to kind of yeah. remember for everybody. And the statistics, like the data is there. Um, a lot of people, it's like over 60% of people dread the holidays because of financial stress. Like, and I, I was just talking to a client yesterday uh, who went like way over budget on getting people Christmas gifts because yeah. she felt like it was expected of her. Um, so just realizing like the connection between the financial stress and the holiday stress, like very, very tight. So you okay, would so say, you know, go ahead, go ahead. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Go, I was going to, I was going to go to step number two. So step one, get clear on your values. Yeah. Step two is to create your holiday money plan. So uh, for some people, this is a budget. Some people don't like the word budget. So maybe spending mm -hmm. plan. I call it like a holiday money plan. Like we're going to map out, um, and put some like healthy boundaries that you're actually excited about. We're going to put some boundaries around your spending, all things related to the holidays. Um, for some people, they haven't been planning on it. So maybe they have a little bit of savings. They decided they're going to pull on it. For some people, they've already decided it's going to go on a credit card. And my coaching philosophy, personal finance is personal. Um, if they If that's their decision, and they they want to map out a plan to prevent that future years. Like, yeah, let's do it. So I have a lady who she was like a thousand dollar limit. It's going on a credit card. We're gonna have it paid off by like March. 
that's what she's doing. Um, so whatever it is, have a plan for it. What are your tips with that? How do you handle like creating a holiday budget? So what I recommend, and this kind of, you know, this will be more for one of the questions we're going to, or one of the topics we're going to come out to in a minute is years ago, we decided, especially when we had our second child, um, that we needed to be prepping way before December 1st for, yeah. for gifts and for anything else that, you know, we had to do. So we started saving more a uh, Christmas envelope, almost like that. They, we went to the envelope system for Christmas and we always try to start in July or August, depending on what's going on. And, you know, even if it's 50 bucks here, 50 bucks there, a hundred bucks every once in a while, all of a sudden you come to three weeks before December and you might have 300 extra bucks that basically are, is only dedicated towards gifts and stuff like that. And a $300 is a lot of money, you know, yeah. or 400, or if you got a ton of money, 500, 600, 700. I have one client right now that's <laughs> telling me, um, you know, we were wor working through his budget a couple of weeks ago with him and his wife. And they're like, oh yeah, we already got a thousand dollars set aside for Christmas. Like that's how much we're going to spend. And I was like, dang. And these people make the money that they, they, they got the, the space to do it. And I'm like, cool. And th that just took a couple months for them to have it organized. So that's great. Um, Yeah. Just get out in front of it. Like you don't believe how quick like December will come. And then all of a sudden, poof, here you are. And you know, like you said, maybe the, your client, it'll work hopefully. For the credit card thing but most people are just gonna are, are unfortunately panicking and just like oh my god like we just have to kind of get through the holidays and then we'll figure it out january 1st so have a plan yeah yeah it can look like a lot of different things yeah okay so we've gotten clear on our values we've created our plan figured out where's the money coming from our budget are we going to pull pull money out of savings um step number three what is it brian set expectations i could we could talk an hour for this. I just talked about this yeah. a few a few days ago, I think on one of my lives or something like that. And then I talked about this. We were just talking to me and Andy before my wife and I just talked about this the other night. Like you have to set expectations with friends and family and, you know, everyone else. Like I, I love the passion that a lot of people have. They're like, Oh, I got to get, you know, my aunt this and this and this and white elephant for work and all this other stuff. But you know, at some point, you know, depending on what your financial situation is, a lot of us, you know, out there are paycheck to paycheck. You can read any stat online, right? I mean, we can sit there and say, yeah. and people are struggling. Credit card debt is at an all-time high. I mean, it's no, it's no joke that everybody knows that there's a lot of people struggling. So pushing through Christmas, it might be okay to say to one or two people, listen, like, you know, it's a tough, tough thing to say, but Hey, I don't, you know, have the finances or you don't even have to say that just set expectations. That's like, normally I would get you something small, but you know, um, this year, you know, we went through a lot of stuff. So I apologize or something like that, because most people will understand like your situation. And if they don't get new friends, I mean, that's where, <laughs> I mean I'm not trying that. to be no. like, right. Brian, that's, right. That's I mean, the best. If, I love if they that. Don't, I mean, <laughs> Come on. I mean, what would you say yeah. ex expectation? What would you just say to that point, Annie? All right. Here's here are my thoughts. Um the I think the most important part is to yeah, be clear with the people that you're worried about. So for a lot of people, they're worried about like family or their really close friends um being disappointed that they're not going to get a Christmas gift this year. So your wording doesn't have to like it can reflect anything you want it to reflect I think so for some people I might say like hey uh what do you think about us doing 
um, like gingerbread decorating instead of like a gift exchange this year, or like toss some other ideas out there. Um, that is something that lines up with your values. Maybe it's like an experience or it's more budget friendly. Um, and I don't think you necessarily have to tell them that like you're struggling financially. Cause like I personally, right. I, I have money and savings and hell no, am I going to spend it on Christmas gifts on someone? <laughs> like right. I'm using that money to go to Oahu. <laughs> so uh, I've told people like, Hey, like, thanks for understanding. Like, uh, I'm, I'm using my savings on a trip this year, not Christmas gifts, or there's, there's so many phrases. Maybe we can put some in the, um, in the notes of the podcast yeah, here. We could. Um, yeah. But I think that you made a good point just a second ago. It's like, it's like experiences, right? So telling that friend maybe, and you know, in our case, you know, we have kids, but, um, telling friends hey why don't you guys we just want to host you guys for dinner one night we haven't seen you in a while or something like that you know I mean we're all so busy in life right that we all of a sudden we have kids we get married and next thing you know it's very difficult to see people and coordinate yeah. with each other's schedule so just say hey like you said gifts you know I'm saving specifically for this or that but I would love to have you and your wife over for dinner and we'd like to host you don't got to bring anything just bring yourself that's kind of our not gift, but it's kind of our offering to you guys because we haven't seen yeah. you. It's good to catch up. You know, that's a great idea. I like that. You can do you can do plenty of fun things. You can have enjoyable experiences. You can have a great holiday without going bankrupt. Maybe uh you maybe you start a new tradition. Maybe it's like a cookie making yeah. tradition with your family or friends, yeah. or maybe it's a sleepover, like an, an adult sleepover. Get the kids out of the house and like have yeah. other I don't know movie nights. Um, there's like so many options or people love exploring like the Christmas lights in town, right? That's, That's what I was just going to say. We got a lot of cool, all of a sudden we got a lot of like really cool, like rock and roll houses that do like all the stuff around us. Oh, and right. It's really cool. Yeah. Like inviting them to like hot cocoa and let's go look at those lights or something, you know, and just kind of hang out. Um, That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Set the expectation. And once the first time you do it is going to be the hardest time. Oh yeah. Uh, at, at this point, nobody expects a gift from me ever <laughs> so if I give them a chocolate bar they're just like super impressed it's great you know? <laughs> well you must be rolling in the bank this month or something uh all right what's tip number four uh well tip number four and we kind of already talked about enjoying the holidays but yeah just summarize like you said I, I think you just said a great thing you know you don't have to go bankrupt you know it's already stressful enough trying to figure out the holidays like a month in advance and stuff like that and then saying oh my god do we get enough gifts like or this or that or you know what if we don't get a gift like there's so many things that people are already thinking about I think you just need to take you know time to sit down and enjoy the holidays for I I'll offer something that we do me and my wife we've done it for since we've known each other pretty much I mean it's been about 12 years I feel like so Christmas Day, after every all the dinner and everything and the kids go to bed, at Christmas Day night, we watch Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase like every year. That is like my go-to movie. I love that movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So we just started that tradition, you know? She grabs a glass of wine or whatever. I sit down and we just hang out. And like, it's, so, it's so peaceful because the kids are asleep and it's like, okay. Yeah. Christmas day is over. It was a lot of fun, but now we can just relax and watch a movie with the dogs. And I don't know. It's just enjoy the actual holiday. Yeah. It takes a day and a half, two days of Christmas yeah. Eve and chaotic and stuff like that. But we actually get to sit down and just spend a couple hours in peace and quiet. So I love that. 
Yeah, similar. I really liked what you said earlier about how it's like similar to a wedding. Like you do all this work and you just like pour your heart and soul into it. Planning, 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 mm -hmm. organizing, communicating, like buying the things and picking everything up. And then it's like, boom, it's over. Like, yeah, so many people, I feel like their wedding day goes by, their Christmas goes by and it's up oh, another one in the books. Yep. Yeah. So step, step number four is like take a moment breathe and actually enjoy the holidays i love Absolute. it five all right the final five. one Woo -hoo -hoo. this is actually probably my favorite one um set up a 2024 holiday fund so you made yes. it through the 2023 holiday season believe it or not christmas happens annually does it not <laughs> so yeah. christmas happened last year christmas happened this year <laughs> and it's gonna come around again next year which is really interesting it's always december 25th and it manages to always catch people off guard so let's have 2023 be the last year it catches us off guard in I january agree. let's set up a holiday fund so what would that look like brian well, kind of what I said earlier, right? And so you could start it really early, January. I mean, so my suggestion now, this is state by state. I mean, we're talking, you know, you're in Hawaii, I'm in Michigan. So we have a abundance amount of credit unions in our area. Mm. And they have, a lot of them still have a Christmas savings account is what it's called. Some of them oh, don't yeah. anymore. But like specifically Christmas thing where you can actually put, you can start it whenever you want, January 1st, if you want to. And you can save money. You know, you can transfer it from your check, you know, whether you set up however much, 25 bucks every other week or 50 bucks a month or whatever it is. And it's locked in there and doesn't release until like usually October 1st time frame. Yeah. And so that way, basically, you don't have access to that money. Um, now, I guess you could always close the account. But it, the point is, like, you don't have like easy access where people will be like, oh, yeah, we save for Christmas, but then we need to replace the tire and then yep. jumping back and forth. In that. So that's a cool idea. Or just any type of sub savings account that maybe you have less access to is always good. Like an envelope system, you could always put in envelopes as well. But it's time to start saving. It doesn't have to be a lot. You know, we all have to cover our butts from not being prepared in 2023, right? Because now 2024 yeah. is where we're going to be prepared. So maybe, you know, a little bit to start. Just anything starts in January. And as you go month by month, just increase it, increase it, increase it. And you'd be surprised how much money you could save, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I encourage people to think of it just as um, like any sort of thing that automatically comes out of your paycheck. Like we don't notice the 401k contributions being taken out yeah. of our paycheck, the social security, the taxes, like set mm -hmm. this up just where it's like automatically boom, disappears. You never see it. And then Christmas rolls around, you have a couple thousand dollars there for you. So even if it's $25, $50 a month, um, some people can afford $500 a month. That'll give you $6,000 for next Christmas if you started it in January. So That's go set amazing. up that 2024 holiday fund. Woohoo! Final question for you, Andy. You're not expecting this one, but I just thought of a question on this before we head out. Um, so I'm I'm one of your clients and well, you guys just talked about setting up, you know, 25 or 50 bucks a month starting in January, but I have dead up the Yahoo. I'm paycheck to paycheck. How could I ever do that? What would you say to someone? Oh, I love that. I would say you should talk to a professional and let's create a plan that works for you. We'll get you uh, feeling in control of your money and having some clarity around uh, 
around your money and your paycheck. And we would almost go through like these five steps we just talked about. Like if you meet with a professional, my hope is that they would ask you what's important to you and get clear on your values, which was our very first step we talked about today. Um, and when we're clear on our values, it kind of helps us laser focus on what our priorities are going to be with our money. So talk to a professional, call Brian. Call Annie, <laughs> call Annie. She's good at this too. Good at this. All I love right. it. Well, that was awesome. I'm glad you joined me today. And let's, before we leave, I'm going to drop all this stuff in the comments and all every, all the, you know, the show notes. Tell everybody, like, where can we find you, where they can find you, where to follow you, anything that you want to tell them before we leave. Yeah, my fax number is... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm on Instagram, two, two, Annie two. J. No. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Annie J coaching. That's my website too. AnnieJCoaching.com. Come hang out in Hawaii, start a, start a sinking fund for Hawaii and, uh, come hang out. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you again for coming on. I'm glad we could finally do this. It was a little delayed. I apologize to my listeners once again, but, um, I'm glad that we got together to do this and we'll have to do another episode in the future. Maybe some follow-up, see how people are doing halfway into yeah. 2024 or something like that. So let's do it. Thanks for having me, Brian. All right. And we'll see you guys next time on the money revelation. Thank you.